Hi, welcome back to Spider's Web. Today I'm getting to do an interview with a very dear friend of mine who is just such an incredibly talented and creative guy. Uh, he's a producer, he's a theater owner, and he's endless with creative ideas that have to do with the music industry and uh, all sorts of, of facets of um, live performance. And I'm going to introduce you to Mr. David Fink. Hi, David. Hi, Spider. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. And so I'm going to start our conversation today because I met you, girl, what was it, a decade ago? It was a long time ago. Uh, at least a decade Probably ago. Probably at least a decade And ago. it was because... David uh, still owns a theater in Three Oaks, Michigan. Uh, those of you who are not from the Chicago area, some of you may be from the Chicago area and don't know about Three Oaks because it's a, it's a beautiful sort of Lake Michigan playground area that is uh, very, very charming and it has lots of, you know, geographic beauty and the, there's the lake and it's like, you know, old-timey, sweet, artistic area. And David owns a theater called the Acorn Theater. So tell about how on earth did you do that and, and about where the building came from. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll try to make this kind of quick. But, um, <laughs> Hurry up, talk faster. <laughs> okay, I had a partner and we had a bed and breakfast in the area because it's kind of, uh, yeah, a lot of people go there for weekends from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Other side of the lake. It was really popular before air conditioning. And uh, a lot of people from the art scene in Chicago have places out there. And so we, we had this bed and breakfast, and we decided to do a show, a live show of kind of creative, interesting performance, mostly from Chicago. And we sold out a bunch of shows and said, oh, there's an audience out here, we should do more. And that's what led to us buying this former corset factory. Now, how many people can say they bought a corset factory? Not enough. I, I think Maybe I've only many. met one of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think yeah. that's it. It's from around the turn of the last century, and it was really decaying. It was in terrible shape. I guess so. <laughs> and we were, you know, big hole in the roof, and we were kind of out of our minds, but we bought the building, rehabbed it, and started doing shows. And our initial vision was to have maybe one or two person shows, Fridays and Saturdays only, $15 tickets, sell 100 tickets for each show, and that would make no money, but we'd cover our costs. And that was the, the model. Wow. And we found it was not easy to get 100 people twice a week. <laughs> yeah. And people didn't want to just see one-person and two-person shows. So organically, it kind of developed, and we, we got a liquor license. We added more sound system and lights and sound and, and a bar, and it kind of grew and developed. And we now have a theater that seats about 270 people when packed. Wow. But it's got great sound. It's very kind of quirky and intimate and beautiful. And it feels very communal. When you're there, it feels like you're at a party, not just at a show. Exactly. And the very first time I laid eyes on it, uh, famed record producer Robin McBride gave me a ride over there on New Year's Eve day. I was actually playing New Year's Eve that night at a, at a, a really glamorous old building called the Inn at Union Pier. Yes. And, and uh, he brought me over to meet you and... Your little dog was a puppy, mm -hmm. and she's a little Sheltie, and she was literally, they had all these tables that were all sparkly and pretty, you know, all set up for New Year's. She was running in circles, hurting the tables, I guess. 
she ran around in circles, jumped up in my arms and fell asleep. Yep. And, and I was like, oh, I love this place. There's a little dog. And, and then eventually I played there. I did several performances right. there. Uh, one of them being uh, an experimental uh, project that was then uh, called Entertaining Guests that eventually mm-hmm. became my one-woman show called The Roar of the Butterfly. But also played there on occasions to do a Cole Porter celebration and different mm-hmm. stuff. And it, it was always such a pleasure to go to that town because there are all these like little towns that are around there, like Long Beach yeah. and Union, Union City. Union Pier. Union Pier, rather. Not Union Cities in New Jersey. I forgot <laughs> about that. But, but it was like, it was always so much fun to go there and to see what was going to be coming up next, like you would have marquees out for different things that were coming. It was so eclectic. Yeah, well, our, our philosophy was we're in a small town, so we have a lot of different things, so the same people can come over and over and over again and not get bored. And we're yeah. not farther than the suburbs of Chicago, but it's a completely different vibe than the suburbs. It's a little farm town with this great art scene. We have a, an art house movie theater in town that only shows indie films. We have a music oh. in the park series with free concerts in the summer, which you're going to... I'm going to be performing be performing this, this summer. summer. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just this great little town. You know, it reminds me of, um, of the, 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 the theater and artsy places that are up in Long Island. It reminds me very much of Long Island. Yeah, well, I say we're the Hamptons of Chicago. Yes, that, exactly. That's it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah, you got something there. You got away with the word. <laughs> yeah. No, but really, it, it is very much like the Hamptons. Uh, and... There's like cute little antique stores and gift shops and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of artist galleries. And it, it's a very fun place to go yeah. any time of the year. But I guess summer is when it really thrives. Yeah, I like winter when it's in, the, it's in the snow belt and it's quiet and all the restaurants have like $10 specials. And um, wow. it's just easy to do everything. It's, it's very beautiful. Let's go. I'm okay. going now. Right. No, We've got some celebrities up there, kind of like the Hamptons, but they're, yes. they're up there. They're not really celebrities. They're just you know neighbors and people. Wow, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Who are some of the celebrities? Uh, Joan Cusack has a house in Three Oaks, and when she's oh, up there, I didn't she's know just that. a mom. Yeah, and and, and I, my neighbor Rahm Emanuel has a house up there. He no, does. For sure. Oprah, she sold her farm, but it was right outside Three Oaks, so she used to shop in Three Oaks all oh, the time. Oh, how cool! And yeah, Roger Ebert used to come to the the Acorn and blog about it. Um, Carol Marin is up there, and uh, actually a lot of the news people from Chicago have places up there. How fabulous! Yeah. So we're going to take a little musical break, and then we're going to talk more about the gossip of Three Oaks. <laughs> Sounds good. something you can't imagine what we were doing during that musical break i I don't even want to talk about it (laughs) no no Uh, no it's too much too much personal information but once again we're listening to david fink 
mm-hmm. who is the uh, one of the owners and co-creators of the Acorn Theater in Three Oaks. Yep. And and I just want to talk a little bit about how crazy this got, like how eclectic. Because every time I would come there, you would always tell me like, oh well, next week we have something, and it would be like something so out of the range of what I do, like very eclectic, different, adventurous, and you must have had so much fun with some of the, just t- tell a little bit about some of the entertainers you had there. Well, we, we've had quite a variety of things, and I don't want to sound like I'm name-dropping because... Just, oh, we love name-dropping. I'll name drop That's it. why people listen to this uh, okay. show. I'll, I'll say some yeah. names, but just because somebody's famous doesn't mean that people that are less famous are less talented. No, no, but, they're, some, but a it's lot of pretty cool to Great hear. people that yeah. you might not have heard of that you, you should know. Bingo. That are just yeah. as good, if not better, than some of the famous people. But yeah, we do a real variety of things. And we, we had, well, there's a guy named Bob Swan that brought an opera series to the Acorn. And so in this little intimate room, you have these great opera singers. Oh, cool. And um, he does great stuff. And the most famous probably was Nathan Gunn, who did a concert. And uh, he said, he walked in and he said, your farthest seat here is where my conductor normally would stand. So everybody in the theater is closer than anybody. It's like being on top of somebody. He like was so nervous. This is the closest I ever sang to a bar. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I, oh, wait. Did the dog come to the... the because dog oh, right, is there, yeah. That's one of my favorite. I'm just going to interject this. That little Ennis, the dog that jumped up in my arms. She would come to the last part of my shows. They would let her come down, you know, into the, into the theater. And she'd stand by the bar... And on my last number, she would usually go, Ooh. <laughs> she would kind of harmonize <laughs> with whatever I was doing, which I loved the fact <laughs> that you would do that. Now, that may not be for everyone, but I definitely adored it. But anyway, Nathan Gunn, and then give me some names uh, of these people. Well, Leslie Gore, who I think oh, performed God. around when you were performing. Yes, you were telling me she was coming, yeah. and that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was amazing. She, I, What I loved about her, besides everything, was that... Um, she would sing her hits full out, beginning to end. She didn't just do a medley of her hits, but she actually sang them, which pleased the audience. Oh. She might have been tired of them by that time, but she still well, did. Well, the them. audience wasn't. No, the yeah. audience, that's what they're, that's they loved smart. her. That's smart, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, we've had a lot. We've had burlesque. We've had a bunch. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Okay. A bunch of new musicals where we did uh, anywhere from just readings to stage readings to stage readings that were kind of on steroids. <laughs> um, <laughs> the steroid readings. So those are those are always fun. People get to see a, a work for the very first time and, yeah. and talk about it. We've had a number of plays, um, sometimes touring, uh, sometimes we just bring them. In fact, I, there are a couple more that I'm planning on uh, for this season. So um, we'll oh, see. Oh really? Oh yeah. cool. So we'll see if those happen. Had um, let's see who else? Janice Siegel from Manhattan who Transfer did a tribute to Ella. Oh wow! Which was amazing. Had a uh, speak of seagulls, uh, Corky Seagull comes They're not regularly. Related, not related, not related, yeah. but Corky's amazing. I love Corky. He comes with all sorts. He comes with his chamber blues, which is kind of classical mixed with blues. Comes with Howard Levy doing, they both play keyboards oh, and harmonica, Howard and Levy, they're amazing. My darling, I yeah. love him. Musically, it's as good as it gets, and yeah. performance wise. And, um, then some more contemporary people like Sean Mullins or Cracker or Bodine's or. Poor Dog Pondering, wow. Cowboy Junkies, um, and you know, in this little intimate space. It, it feels like a party with just world-class entertainment, and it's, it's very it's cool. It's amazing. I mean, like, some of these people I didn't even realize were there. This is, like, 
information for me too. I, yeah. Jeff I, Daniels has been there a couple times with his kids band. I love people that support their, their artist children. And <laughs> Jeff is a really you know good songwriter, good good musician besides being a famous actor. Wow. He's from Michigan, so it's... it's I did not cool. realize that. Yeah, he's from Chelsea. He's been there to Acorn a couple times. Hopefully he'll be back. Very groovy. Yeah. Wow. But but it, but the Acorn is, you know, keeps keeps going on. And then just tell, tell a little bit of just about what it's like now, what you're currently doing right now. Uh, you, you have a format now that's kind of wide open. and Well, the Acorn, uh, we lease the space to a not-for-profit. Uh -huh. And they are pretty much a rental house. So they have a programming committee that votes yes or no on whether people can do a show there um, based on their vision for what the theater is. Yeah. And so I'm one of many people that are renting the theater and doing shows. And I bring in mostly music, but sometimes plays and sometimes other things. Um, but I've got some jazz coming, some blues, some rock, some pop. Um, Really, Very I still cool. try to mix it up. Excellent. It's yeah, it's great. It's well, fun. I'm glad there are people with that kind of mind like you that yeah. you know is well, wide you. open and and. But getting the talent is not as hard as getting people to come see them. You, you know, bet, baby. Bringing the American story. Idol people and they have an audience from TV, but um, yeah, you know, Broadway names don't necessarily pack the place. And it may or may not. You it just kind of kind of don't know. But now, all you pod listeners, I just gave you a new title, pod <laughs> listeners. Uh, you you will know about this now, and you know it could even be part. If you're coming to visit Chicago for the first time, it could be part of your destination yeah, to take a side trip some out cabaret. there. Yeah, very cool. Well, let's take another music break, okay. and then we're gonna do things that we're not gonna tell you about now while you listen to some music. Sounds like a plan, doesn't it? Yep. Uh huh. that fun well now i still have to, david fink is still here still here. he hasn't left you know, yet they're sick of me i don't know what we're gonna have to say to <laughs> get him to finish this interview but but anyway we're, we are going to talk a little bit about other projects that he has other than the uh, acorn theater and um one of them is something something else i'm, I'm going to be involved in but this was a storytelling thing yeah, Tell about that, because I don't really know a lot about it. I know I'm going to be in it, but yeah. I, I talk about that. Well, it's in its uh, fourth year now. and Oh, I'm only four years behind the times. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. Um, it's uh, LGBTQ true storytelling. Like, if you ever listen to Moth Radio, it's that style of wow. personal uh, narrative. And the, the format is we usually have six to seven people that are LGBTQ that tell a personal story. But once a year, we now have a friends and allies show, and people tell story of friend, friend or ally story, and it's great. People, the room is packed, and people love it, and you have a room of, in my mind, kind of literate introverts all gathering <laughs> together. <laughs> That's 
that's great. Sharing a space. Yeah. It's it's really amazing. And this right? takes place in Chicago. In Chicago. Yes. And, and um, it, the audience is very diverse. So the storytellers are, uh, you know, diverse also, but pretty much you know LGBTQ. Uh, but the audience is pretty much everything, and it's it's, how cool. it's great great gathering. It's really fun and it's really impactful, and you will love it. I will. I'm looking forward to that. I'm so doing that in November. Right? First Tuesday every month. So yeah, first Tuesday in November. Meow. And uh, cool. And I also do some storytelling around around town and other people's shows. And, you do? Uh, yeah, I'm working on a story now that. Um, yeah, yeah. Tell me when that. Well, all right. Well, well I don't have any gigs uh, scheduled right now. So we can't blab about it, but we'll keep an eye out for you. Is it, do you have a website that's yours that we find well, these things? Outspokenchicago.com is the the storytell the outspoken storytelling show. I don't have a personal website. Oh yeah, outspoken. Okay, okay. I have a okay, Facebook got page it. and got it, got it. David Fink shows Facebook group where I post stuff that I'm doing. Excellent. Excellent. And then you have some other projects, yeah. too, in the works right yeah, now. Yeah, right? I'm on the board of a TV show called Big Questions, and the website is bqnow.com. It won a, a Midwest Emmy a couple years ago. Wow. And we're nominated for Emmys, and it's really cool. It's a documentary, little documentaries, kind of about ethical issues, and we go around the world and kind of present the issue and what people are trying to do to address it, but we don't really give solutions. Kind of leave that up to the audience. To figure, kind of figure it out. out. Somebody fix yeah. this. You, you know, this is what people are doing. You do something. <laughs> That's great, though. Yeah. So if you go to bqnow.com, you could kind of get a taste of that. Cool. And it's fun and exciting. And with them, I got to travel to Tanzania and to Ghana. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's, that is it's, very groovy. Yeah. I love it. That's well, you're endlessly creative. And I mean, you, you, you're always involved in something new and... This interview has just been a delight because I, I knew you were a, a wealth of information, but this is, um, this is a lot of projects going on. This is a very creative guy here. And also, David Fink and I were talking uh, about this. One of our favorite interviewers <laughs> is, and writers is Rick Kogan, yep. who is our Chicago hero, who we absolutely adore. And anybody that's in the arts of any form has been interviewed by Rick Kogan. I mean, he's, he's the just, best just friend. neck and neck with Studs Terkel, but, yeah, yeah. but far, far younger. Baton. Yeah, and uh, we love Kogan so much, I, I really want to lobby to get Kogan as a, as an interviewee on my podcast, yeah, which, would, which would be hilarious, because he's always interviewing me, and I think he's just the best interviewer in the world, so I would be up to a big task there, but it would be exciting. And he's, you know, he's just so brilliant and so funny mm -hmm. that we were, we're lobbying right now to have him honored by the city of Chicago for all the things that he's done. Secretly. He's not supposed to know about that. Oh, oops, sorry. Rick, if you're listening, plug your ears in. It, no, but it's a secret thing. That would be amazing. It would. He deserves it. Um, he's very humble, and um, so that's why it has to be secretive. Me out, baby. Well, this is a place to keep a secret because I think <laughs> I've got, what, five listeners out there? Anyway, we, we, we love all five <laughs> of you here on Spider's Web. Please keep listening. Tell three of your best friends and we'll build an audience. Thank you, David Fink. Thank you, Spider. And thank you guys for listening. Yep. Come back again next week for more craziness. Get in touch with that sundown fellow As he tiptoes across the sand He's got a million kinds of stardust Pick your favorite brand And dream
Thank you.